And here we go with another Saturday night edition of the Neil World Order podcast. Hope everybody is staying warm tonight. A little cold and windy here in Wisconsin. Um, Although it's going to warm up by midweek next week, I think Wednesday is supposed to be like 66, which is kind of unheard of this close to Christmas. But, uh, you know, I guess we really can't complain about our weather. Uh, Unfortunately, our friends down south uh back my neck of the woods had a lot of tornadoes um last night uh 30 tornadoes touched down in uh, illinois missouri arkansas uh tennessee and kentucky i believe getting the worst of it um i don't know if you've seen any of the news footage or video of mayfield kentucky just terrible uh the town looks completely flattened at least uh, 70 confirmed deaths. They are confident that that number is going to increase, unfortunately. Uh, there were deaths in all the states. Uh, Kentucky, you know, unfortunately seeing the worst of it. Uh, really tragic. Uh, you know, anytime people die in these weather-related events and, you know, around the holidays, it's a tough spot, you know, on top of people losing their homes, their work. I mean, it pretty much looked like the whole town was flattened. Uh, you know, there was an Amazon facility in Edwardsville, Illinois, the completely flattened. Uh, they're calling it a mass casualty event there. Uh, I don't think they've gotten through all the rubble yet to really even confirm or, um, you know, give any guess on uh, the loss of life there. So... You know, stay safe to uh, all our listeners down there. I know we have a lot of listeners in Tennessee, Missouri, Illinois, um, Kentucky, Arkansas. I don't, you know, but either way, um, it's always sad to uh, see these things happen. I know my hometown uh, right before COVID, you know, kind of came on the map and dominated our lives, well, the lives of everyone who's allowed it you know, had a huge tornado hit in the middle of the night, and unfortunately a lot of people lost their lives, and I think they're, you know, even still rebuilding, and then the world kind of moved into this whole COVID thing, and, you know, that's where we are. Like, I was talking, I was even talking about this with my daughter, you know, she's 17, but she was like, so, so what, you know, what happens, you know, you know, I guess as a kid, you know, you don't understand insurance, and uh, for those that are fortunate, you know, enough to to be alive and rebuild, but then you know, okay, you're you have now you have the task of probably not being able to get the materials to rebuild your home if you were to choose to do so in that area. So you look at these towns on top of being, you know, uh, declared, you know, states of emergency. And, you know, just how that financially impacts everyone as well as, you know, the loss of life. These people, you know, probably are forced to move elsewhere to leave. Um, And that just create, you know, it makes it harder. It's harder to rebuild with nobody there, you know, or without the materials to do so. Uh, You know, I my job is actually working in wholesale for materials. And I can tell you right now, things are really hard to come by. Uh, and the price just keeps going up, and that's not going to change, you know. And it's, and the worst part is, it, it's not a shortage because the things exist; they're just sitting on ships. They're not being unloaded, so it's you know, like I've said before, it's a manufactured crisis. But um, 
you know, so our thoughts and uh, prayers are with the people down south. Um, terrible, you know, thing to wake up to this morning and see. Uh, you know, I had to check on my people, make sure everything was all right. Um, yeah, just, you know, these weather events and, you know, people are going to start the whole global warming, yada, yada, that it, weather happens. I mean, you know, whether it's the snow storms in Texas last year, these tornadoes, um, you know, hurricanes in the northeast New England area, things happen, you know, everything's eventual things are just they're going to happen but uh you know the best we do is get through it uh help those in need you know look for ways to donate to local shelters or especially during the holidays you know it's a real tough spot for people to be in i know people that um you know even if you've lost a loved one around the holidays and even an unrelated event you know or even before the holidays it can be you always think about the people who aren't there and uh so you know, nothing but positive thoughts and energy for these people as they begin to rebuild their lives. And, you know, God, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, I, you know, you think about what you would do in this situation, and I, I think it's all, it's almost all reactive, right? You know, the first thing you'd want to do is, is be safe. Uh, make sure, you know, your family's safe. My my wife, the kid, the dogs, um, you know, and then you go from there. I mean, yeah, material things can be replaced. You know, we all know that. Um, you know, so it's just sad. You know, it's tragic. Um, you know, like I said, here we are two weeks before Christmas, you know, which is crazy to me and all because it seems like it was just summer, you know, even though. It definitely doesn't feel like it today. Like, it was so windy today. Like, I was driving down the interstate. My windows are up. My doors are all closed and correctly. There is a whistle coming because it is, like, blowing so hard. Uh, you know, I, I believe, I don't know the direction. I'd say I was going south, so it was blowing east to west, which is kind of, you know, different around here. It usually goes west to east or, like, a, you know, the wind comes from the south and moves a little northeast, but uh, anyways, um, what was I saying? Anyway, my mind. But, yeah, so, it's just like, poof. you know, a lot of people get, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought, um, you know, when there's no snow this close to the holidays, people, like, I, 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 I don't care about the whole white Christmas thing, um, you know, it, it could be 80 degrees on Christmas Day, and it's, it's not going to spoil anything for me. That's just how I am. Um, you know, I think I always joke with the people that uh, 
say they need all four seasons. They're always the people who've never lived somewhere that, where there isn't four seasons. Because if you've had nice, and I'm not saying hot, humid weather all the time, um, you know, it's it, it's nice, you know. So yeah. Anyways, but uh, we didn't we didn't really have much snow last year either. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's some in the 15-day, but what are you going to do? You know, it's going to come, it's going it, to, you know, we were talking about it at work today, it's going to snow, it's inevitable, it's eventual, whatever. Um, but it always seems like, it seems like every year winter gets a later, and you know, the precipitation part of it anyways, gets a later and later start. I mean, had it been snow, uh, Friday, last night, Friday night, oh my God, as much rain as we got, I think it would have been 10 feet of snow. It just, I mean, I hadn't seen it rain hard for, you know, f I don't know, six or seven hours like that, and, and I can't even tell you when. Probably not since I was in Tennessee for a 4th of July, which seemed to rain every time I would go. But moving right along. So... The other day, rocking out, music's playing, because, you know, that's where everything always starts, right? Music, yada, yada. And um, the song come on, uh, Gypsy Road by the band Cinderella. You know, and I was like, damn, I kind of had forgot these guys, like, existed. And it's always kind of like a cool thing when that happens, because it's almost like you get to rediscover a new band. Um, and I forgot, man, I, I, one, I love this song. I think it just taught, you know, that song was me, I think, when I was younger, you know, being nomadic, um, always running the roads, as my mother said, uh, you know, I didn't, I never could settle down in one place for, you know, any amount of time, the grass never really got to grow under me, I was always moving, uh, but yeah, Cinderella, you know, if you're into 80s hair metal, they're a great band, I'm probably really showing my age on this one, um, I'm pretty sure I was initially rocking out to these guys in like 7th or 8th grade, so like middle school, junior high, which was eons ago, and Gypsy Road is a great, amazing song, um, I had to go with Heartbreak Station for the uh, this episode title, I love that song, I think it was something completely different from the band, and it was kind of a bluesier, acoustic kind of sound, um, and I always love that song, so that was why I chose heartbreak station for the episode title but um the guys have so many great songs and tom Kiefer has such a cool unique raspy voice i think where a lot of you may not if you don't know the band by name if you heard his voice you'd be like oh these guys i've heard this before uh <clears throat> even from their first album night songs had shake me somebody save me the ballad nobody's fool which you know that was like the thing every hair metal band had to have a ballad um on every album, that was kind of like their thing, I think, to get the women to the concerts. Uh, you know, and they burst on the scene during that whole hair metal craze. You know, they had their own cool sound. Kiefer's lead vocals were amazing. Uh, their second album, Long Cold Winter, was, I believe, an equally huge success. It had Gypsy Road, The Last Mile, the piano ballad, Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone, which is an amazing song. You know, and that's going all the way back to, like, the 80s, like I said, when I was a kid. I actually was fortunate enough to see these guys live. And it would have either been, like, 99 or 2000. 
at Hard Rock Live when I was living in Orlando, and it was like a hair metal tour with like Cinderella, Poison, Slaughter, Dokken. Um, honestly, I personally thought Cinderella stole the show. They were freaking amazing, and we were honestly there to see Poison because it was like a big deal because CC Deville was back with the band, and this is before I believe this is before all the Brett Michaels trying what is it, Rock of Love or whatever his stupid TV show was where he was trying to marry groupies and none of it ever worked out. If you live in Orlando, you've probably seen a show at Hard Rock Live. Uh, it was a really cool venue. I always liked it. You know, it's a Hard Rock restaurant. I believe it's a restaurant hotel, and they had the Hard Rock Live venue where, sorry, where you could do you could see bands and stuff like that. I remember, I believe the night we were there. Uh, eating, Mariah Carey was actually there. Was one night I was there, and Mariah Carey was there, and we were like, "No, that's not her." And I remember we were looking like around a corner, and she like waved. She was sitting and waiting. We were like, "Holy cow, it's Mariah Carey!" But um, you know, and this was probably right about the time she was going crazy. Um, but like, when I was like a junior in high school, I had the biggest crush on Mariah Carey. Like, I was in love with Mariah Carey, and Mariah Carey's still hot. I mean, she's crazy. But she's hot, you know. It's kind of like Britney Spears. Like I, people always laugh when I tell them, "Oh my God, Britney!" You know, she's kind of got that crazy thing going that almost makes her more is more of the allure. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a wackadoodle. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I believe Scott was there. A couple of our other friends uh, from college. It was it was a really cool night. Great show. Um, you know, one of those fun times where we went out had had a blast and. Life when I was in Florida, it seemed like it was always fun. It was always a party. It was like work or party. There was like never any, like my body had to be so physically exhausted when I finally was out of Florida from just the lifestyle. You know, it was like work, 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 work. I worked two full-time jobs. Uh, we partied all weekend. Um, and we partied hard. We partied a lot. Um, most 99% just alcohol. You know, I was never one of those people that got into all the other bad things. But, um, yeah, so check out Cinderella. Um, isn't that the kind of the beauty of Apple Music, if you have it? I don't like Apple as a company, but Apple Music is amazing. Um, you know, you just look up an artist, you start scrolling through, put their catalog on shuffle, and it's like, bam, bam, bam. You know like I said, if you don't have Apple Music, don't you? There's always YouTube, where you can actually see videos back when bands used to make them, live performances, all that. Um, but I highly recommend Apple Music. It sounds so first world, but like I honestly don't know how anyone lives without it. Especially if you like love music and you know you want to hear, you, you know you you get a hair up your ass like man, I want to hear some Glenn Campbell at 2 a.m. You know, and obviously you probably don't have a Glenn Campbell CD, but Maybe that was a bad example, but whatever. But yeah, so speaking of things we could live without, um, Joe Biden currently has an approval rating of 42%. And that, ouch. Um, I can't believe it's that high, personally. Um, and in a recent poll, only one in five Americans, this wasn't a party line poll, this was just one in five people not asked any affiliation, want to see him run again in 2024. First off, I thought that was kind of bold to uh, think this clown will still be alive in 2024. I mean, that's, you know, two years from now. You know, he's going to have to... 
I don't know if they make another the pandemic worse, so he can sit in his basement again. Because you know, remember he didn't campaign last time; he just sat in the basement, but got a record amount of votes because you know, look at him—he's so charismatic. Um, but come on, man—pun intended. What I honestly want to know is who is the one in that one in five? Like seriously, stand up. Where are you? Be heard. You know, wave your flag, die on your hill. Like, let us know. Like, show your pride. You know, get behind your team. I mean, look how terrible the Bears are. And there's going to be tons of people cheering for them in Green Bay tomorrow night when they get their asses kicked. And they know they ain't got a chance, but those people will be there. They support it. But the uh, Biden people, <sighs> they're hiding. And for 81 million, man, they're really hard to find. You know, and I've said this forever. I welcome any. Biden supporter on this show and say why you support this guy or why you even, you know, why you do now or why you did in the first place or even why you would continue to do so. The door is always open. I'll hear you out. You know, we'll debate. Um, there's a chance I might laugh at you. I won't hurl insults. I won't call you names. Um, all you got to do is show up. I'm not going to hold my breath because, you know, that's, that's how it goes, but seriously, this guy is incoherent, borderline mentally disabled, completely unaccomplished. He's, he's a puppet. I don't know if you saw, um, he was reading the speech, eulogy or whatever, at Bob Dole's funeral the other night, uh, rest his soul, Bob Dole, um, and at the end of his speech, Joe Biden read the end of message on the piece of paper like dude it's like uh, what was it Anchorman when they just started putting crazy shit on the teleprompter and Ron Burgundy's just spouting it off you know and this is the second time Biden did that he had the uh, couple weeks ago or whatever where he said end quote or hold for a plot like the guy has literally failed at every turn the economy in the toilet job growth in the toilet. COVID, cases and death rising. More people have died in 2021 than 2020. Um, you know, I would still argue the integrity of any of those numbers, but still the numbers they're giving us are the numbers. Supply chain, in the toilet. American prosperity, completely in the toilet. You know, and for a guy who campaigned on Build Back Better, he's really completely fucked shit up. Like, in a short amount of time. It's kind of like almost one of those movies where the parents go on vacation and come back and like the kid has trashed the house in such an epic way that you're like no nobody could do that I don't care how wild of a party you have nobody is capable of this kind of chaos and destruction well enter Joe Biden you know honestly I think we'll be pressed to see failure like this again in our lifetime and if we do would that might be our lifetime. We might be, we might die, you know. Um, but 81 million votes, most votes ever for a candidate. And it, you know, if you still, you're still believing that, then my guess is you're probably in line right now waiting for your 17th COVID booster. So, you know, you sit here and you think, um, what will 2024 look like as, as far as the election goes? I mean, God only knows what it'll look like as a, freaking year um i think the 2022 midterms 
you know, in the coming year will determine that, and obviously whether Biden is still alive. Um, you know, and there's a theory that I've read about, and like I said, I don't put weight in anything that I don't personally see or hear, um, that if the Dems, uh, and when they get destroyed in the midterms, because it's going to happen, it, it's going to, they're going to be destroyed, um, which is crazy to think how little they've gotten done with full control and all they've done is fuck stuff up. You know, the, their party's going to be forced to look for a new direction. But if you look around, there really is nobody. There are no Democrats that have any form of universal appeal or poll any better than Biden with the American people. You think he's unpopular. Ask people about Kamala Harris. Okay, you're not going to run Kamala Harris? Who are you going to run? You're going to run Elizabeth Warren? Bernie? Come on. AOC? Come on. Like, you're talking about a ship sinking, and there's nobody worth throwing a life raft to. It's just, um, you know, and on the other side of the coin, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion with uh, my fellow conservatives, but I personally don't think Trump should run again. Um, I think he did amazing. I think he was a great president. I think we won't see prosperity like what he achieved in four years, probably ever again, because the powers that be are not going to allow it. Um, but I think he will have great influence by not being locked into office. You know, say he doesn't run again. He's always going to have that voice, I think. Or say, like, he runs and maybe he loses. I feel like at that point, you don't. You, they're going to write you off. You know, they're just, you're just going to push you to the side. Or you do your four years and then you're out because that's all you can do is four years because you've already been president. You know, and there are other Republicans that pull well. Um, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, for example, uh, I think would do an amazing job and would probably win. Um, I think the people of Florida would hate to see him leave as someone who's considered possibly that's one of the places I'm looking to move. I'd hate to see the guy leave Florida. Um, you also have Ted Cruz, a little polarizing, but I think um, Ted Cruz would do, you know, very well. Um, I like Rand Paul. I don't think Rand Paul will seriously ever run for president, even if he throws his hat in his name in the hat out there, just like kind of Ron Paul did. I always thought Ron Paul doesn't want to be president. He just wants that platform to get out there and tell people the truth. Because you could always tell the guy who doesn't want to win, he's the guy telling the truth. The guy telling the truth is never going to win. Because people don't want to hear the truth. You know, they want bullshit. They want charisma. Look, look at Obama. The guy had accomplished nothing in his life and became president. And did nothing but walk out and go, my fellow Americans, blah, like, the guy literally campaigned doing the Eddie Murphy white guy voice. You know, and I, I don't know, you know, if Trump ran, I would vote for him, hands down, easily. Uh, I'm just trying to think long game here. And, you know, honestly, anything that happens in the election is going to depend on how much more pandemic propaganda comes our way in the next year, or God knows, two years after that when we go into 2024, you know, and it's it's kind of ironic, all the pandemic crap and misinformation. If you really think about it, we have people constantly wanting to fight 
and legislate and ban things they consider misinformation. Like, and the crazy part is, like, the people who are behind misinformation are the ones who are pretending to be fighting it. Like, people have always, people have always lied and bullshitted about things. They just have. Like, that's, that's the world. Things have been, you know, exaggerated, sugar-coated, magnetized, you know, romanticized. There's always someone trying to put lipstick on a pig. You know, and the media the media literally lies around the clock twenty four seven. Every media outlet. There's not like a good media outlet out there, you know. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that Fox is the gold standard, you know, they do kill everybody in the ratings. But I think there's a lot of fallacy there as well. I love Tucker Carlson. Um, Greg Gutfield, I think, is the man. Uh actually had a post uh, where he freaking roasted Stephen Colbert. You know, there was the Fox fire where an ar- a liberal arsonist set fire to the Christmas tree outside the Fox News Center in Times Square. And it was, I guess Fox was covering a lot of their news and Stephen Colbert had said, hey, these guys, um, <laughs> the burning tree has got its own show and to which Greg Gutfeld replied, and it's already beating you in the ratings. <laughs> and uh, I reshared that tweet on a TikTok post, and I got like 24,000 views like overnight. People hate Stephen Colbert, who, um, after doing some research, I found, unfortunately, is still alive tonight. Um, but yeah, you know, there's no accountability for like all the misinformation. I mean, there is for the little guys, you know, but if you don't, you post something on social media that goes against the narrative or else, you know, they'll come for you. They'll put a little tag on it that says, um, you know, contains blah, 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 independent fact checkers, which there's no such thing as fact checkers. We talk about it. They're narrative checkers. Um, but you know, if it's COVID related, where they'll block it, remove it or whatever, yet share a post that says Barney, the purple dinosaur is real. And that the Titanic didn't really sink nothing. Nobody bats an eye. That's how you know it's controlled misinformation. Um, you know, and that's a joke. Like, I, everyone knows Barney is real, and yes, I know that Titanic did sink. And that, unfortunately, Leonardo DiCaprio died on it. But, there's literally people in this country who are in the business of misinformation, and they want to control what misinformation is tossed out to the masses. See, it has to be their brand of misinformation. And I've said it many times on here. I said it earlier. I said, if I don't see it, hear it myself, I'm probably really not going to believe it. I might repeat it, but I'm going to tell you, eh, you know, whatever. And I think we've just become so misinformed and unable to think for ourselves as a society that it's almost, it's like this badge of stupidity that everyone wears. Remember, was it the comedian, the Jeff, with Jeff, Bill Vengal? He was the preacher on Last Man Standing. You know, he'd do the saying, his whole skit was stupid people should have to wear a sign that says they're stupid. So, you know, he'd be like, go up, hey, yeah, can I get your eye? Oh, apologize. I did not see your sign. Um, you know, you could take the vaccine debate, even as part of this, for instance. Like, people will tell you they're vaccinated because they want to protect others. But scientifically, 
they are not protecting anyone. See, that's what they want to be doing. And that's what they're letting be their truth, but it's not true. They mean well. But they're just not realizing that if you're vaccinated, you're not protecting anyone. You know, slightly possibly yourself. But you can still transmit the disease. You can still get the disease, or the virus. It's not a fucking disease. You know, there's... There's no protection. You know, and they'll tell you that you need to get vaccinated to protect them. So imagine getting a vaccine, but then telling someone else they need to get the vaccine so they're protected. But like if you have the vaccine and it's actually a vaccine, you should be protected. Like like say that aloud to yourself. Like like we're still it's like we're running in quicksand, I think, you know, and I, that's, that's a big one for me. The whole, well, I, I, you know, I, I did this for other, but you didn't like, I mean, in your mind you did, you know, and your intention was there, but like the reality and logic of it is no, no, you didn't. Because, like, if you're vaccinated and you spread COVID, you don't spread, like, a less potent version of COVID. It's not, like, COVID light or, you know, what are they calling it now? Omicron, which sounds like a bad guy from a Transformers cartoon. Um, it's just, it, it's tough. I mean, think about it. Like, we talked about during the Rittenhouse trial. A majority of people in this country, like, a majority thought Kyle Rittenhouse was on trial for shooting black people. They had no clue. Like, none. They didn't care because, no, no, somebody told. Like, you, you could have showed them the video of the people he shot. And the other, that's not that, you know. Like, stupidity, the lack of critical thinking, it's, it's a real plague. It's, it's dangerous. It's, it's aggravating. It's frustrating. You know, it makes, like... When you're out, like, I spend, and I, I need to do a better job of it. Like, I get so frustrated when I'm just out and about. You know, and I see the people driving with their masks on. Or I see the people, you know, people are like, well, you don't know their story. But my... I do. I know they're stupid based on what I see. See, I don't need, whatever their story is, it begins with, well, hey, I'm stupid. But, you know, and it's, the worst thing about stupidity or this inability to think critically. One, they don't, they're not teaching it anywhere because they don't want you to think for yourself. They want you to be a lemming, a sheep. Uh, they want you to take this clay and mold it to exactly what they want. Um, you know, there's not a shot or a pill you can take to not be stupid anymore. And it could take years, maybe generations, to overcome this lack of intellect and thought processing that is... You know, that is our society. I mean, we're dealing with a group of people that think there's 2,800 genders. Abortion isn't murder. You know, people who think everything should be free. They live in a world of fragility and, and like a complete absence of logic. You know, speaking of speaking your mind, your boy is currently in Facebook jail for another... 19 days. I got 30 this time. I literally called someone a clown. 
And really, all my response said was clown, dot, dot, dot. Because you know I love my dots. Um, so, I guess I'll probably be, you'll be seeing more posts on Instagram for the next 19 days. I did the whole long appeal process where, you know, you have to type in, you pretty much type a thousand word essay to which, to Facebook, Meta, or Sheepfucker, or whatever it's called this week. And I pretty much call them a bunch of pussies. I said it politely and kind of, I don't know, in a condescending manner, which only I can do. You know, when it comes to the whole fragility of people, like, seriously, though, adults cannot bully each other. This is where society took a wrong turn. We should be able to insult each other all day. Say whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, your mother's a whore. So what? But call someone a clown on Facebook, boom, 30 days. You know, why Why are people so fragile? Like, I, and maybe it's not for me to understand because I'm not that way. Um, nothing offends me. No awful thing you say about me, to me, about anyone I know will get me all in my feelings. Maybe I don't have feelings. Maybe I'm just not. Like, it is what it is. You know, it's just... It, it's just words. Sorry, I bumped the microphone. Um, like, words are just fucking words. There, You know, there's there's plenty of people who hate this podcast. I assure you, I hear from them. But, like, here's the thing. They still, they still took the time to listen. Yeah, they say I suck donkey balls or, you know, I applaud their right to do so. I don't like everything I hear. I literally, there's an episode called I'm not for everyone. Um, you know, are there some bad episodes? Sure, there's a few that might have sucked ass. I think the one when I was sick was probably really bad. Felt really bad when I was doing it. Um, you know, it was the COVID. I'm just kidding. But I'm still here, here everywhere, every week to give you more. I appreciate anyone who listens, even the people who say I suck, who hate it, who blast it, make fun of it. There's enough people that love it that I don't care, and I don't... I, I think, you know, I do it for me originally is who I just started doing this for uh, as like a way to mentally take a dump and throw these things out here and not annoy my friends and family with all the things in my head. Um, but like I said, anyone that li it blows my mind that people take time out of even if you're working or driving or whatever, maybe you're not. I don't have your complete attention because that's cool. I anyone rarely ever gets mine. So I totally understand that. But you take the time to listen, you know, and I'm like, bam, that, it's cool. So if I never say, if I don't say I appreciate it, I'll never be able to tell you enough how much I appreciate it. I mean, people buy shirts with my logo on it, you know, that promote for me, and, um, like, that's cool. But I feel like I'm John Cena now. I'm selling shirts, and you can't see me, you know. But uh, I think we, we have to get tougher as a society. You know, I mean, think about it. Like, in so many ways, like, everyone's already falling apart. Like, suicides are high. Mental health issues are everywhere. And I'm not making light of mental health issues. You know, as somebody who deals with it personally, uh, you know, has people and family to deal with, I understand mental health issues. But I know they're way more prevalent now than they were 30 years ago. You know, and it's not a people just talk about things. No, there's still a stigma with it. Um, you know, it's almost like there's something in the water, but 
don't want to go there. That's a whole other episode. But, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like at some point we've got to, stra- you know, tie up, lace up our boots and just go to work, deal with the shit we don't like and keep moving forward. Anyways, so speaking of our friends in the media, there's been a bunch of media coverage. I don't know if you guys saw um, the coverage of Scott Peterson being resentenced in the murder of his wife and unborn child, which is ironic that he's convicted of murder of an unborn child in California, one of the most, where they're, they're trying to become an abortion sanctuary. But um, at first, that's what I thought this trial resentencing was about, that maybe they were going to pat him on the back for killing his unborn child, but it turns out wasn't the case. Um, you know, and then there was the Pervo Duger kid who was, who did all his sisters who was convicted of child porn. I, everyone in that family is fucking whack. Like, they need to go through and hand out vasectomies and hysterectomies to everyone in that bloodline and just say, you know what, the Duger, it stops here. No more, you people. You're like fucking gremlins, someone got you wet, there's ten more over here, look, there's five over here, and they're all fucking whack. You know, you can't have that many people. It reminds me of like that show Multiplicity, remember with that movie, Michael Keaton, maybe 80s, 90s, where made a copy of a copy of a copy, and each time it got worse, dumber, crazier, weirder. That's that's the Dugers. But, you know, so there's all there was all this talk about that, um, that French actor, Juicy Smoulet, um, but yet, no one was talking about the just whatever Epstein's girlfriend. What is it, Ghislaine Maxwell? Literally, no one. I saw a video uh, at the start of the trial the other day. Only one media outlet was outside covering the trial. But we we were bombarded on the hour during the Rittenhouse trial with like you know little sound bites between the judge and the prosecutor, testimony things. Um, you know, it was fully televised, but not really anything on the Maxwell trial. You know, and maybe for those of you who don't know, Maxwell was the girlfriend of infamous perv Jeffrey Epstein, who didn't hang himself in prison. Um, he was the notorious friend of the Clintons, even attended... Him and Maxwell attended Chelsea's wedding. There's photo evidence of this. Um, Yet there's crickets from the media. Nothing about all the names on the flight logs to Epstein's, you know, sex island with underage women. You know, names like Bill Clinton, John Legend, Bill Gates, Tom Hanks, Prince Andrew, Oprah Winfrey, Jay-Z, Beyonce, multiple Fortune 500 CEOs, a lot of whom have stepped down in the last two weeks, just saying. And all these people are being protected, even though they associated with a monster. A man who did awful things to women, and many of them who probably did the same. But none of them will ever be pressed on this. They're part of this like elite liberal thing that they'll sit on TV and tell you how bad the country is, how bad a Republican is, or someone who's religious. I mean, I I think about those old fucking broads in The View, who all need to die violently, however. Um, And those hens won't say shit about this trial. Probably because most of them have been on the island or wish some old man would diddle them, but, you know. It's 
the media just loves to praise them and protect them. You know, and they'll give us misdirection. Like, honestly, the, the media is, is terrible as it sounds. It's probably so excited for this tornado thing in the South. They're like, man, we can cover this. It's one more story we can use to bury the Maxwell trial, which is what they're going to do. You know, and she's going to go to prison, and she'll mysteriously die. She'll hang herself. She'll slit her wrist. She'll get shivved in the lunch line. Like, the ladies, n we're never going to hear from her. And, you know, and this trial should be dominating the headlines. But it's not. Every bit of info from this should be given out to the people. Yet here we are. You guys are having to hear it from me. Some of you, some of you are in the know and are following things, but, like... The meat, they won't, they'll sell you lies all day long, but they won't speak the truth or report the truth. You know, in a way, it's it's kind of astounding if you look at it. There's just people that don't get it, you know. But at the same time, they're probably the same people walking around with a Beto shirt drinking White Claw somewhere in Austin listening to fucking, I don't know, Ed Sheeran. But. You know, I, I guess the best advice I give you is keep, always listen, always look, you know, in the words of Fox Mulder, trust no one. I feel like this has been a long episode. Um, I hope I haven't kept you, kept you guys from important things. But seriously, um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Uh, like I said, our thoughts are with the people down south. Uh, check out the merch shop. You guys are doing a great job buying things. Uh, free shipping. Uh, get your stuff by Christmas. FJB99 is the free shipping code. Uh, should be in one of the TikTok or Instagram videos. If you missed that, reach out to me. I'll tell you. I uh, appreciate all your guys' support. Uh, stay safe, everyone, and we'll holler at you next week. Drink up.